Welcome to Stellar Cycles, a podcast dedicated to showing each woman her intrinsic power to guide her life, her cycle, her relationships, and her dreams. I cover feminine energy, reproductive health, and all things related to being a potent and magical being that is woman. I'm your host, Alina, and today our topic is how to get back on track after falling off cycle syncing. On today's episode, I cover tips and tricks on reconnecting with your cycle after falling off your routine. It happens to all of us, and we desperately want to tune back into our routines that help our lives so much. It can be overwhelming to start again, and this is so much information that it can actually repel you from tuning back in, which makes you feel stuck and immobilized. So today, my goal is to break this down into steps for the girls who have fallen off cycle syncing like I do sometimes so that we can fully reap the benefits of being more balanced, organized, and healthy. First, let's get into some updates on my life so far. My sister-in-law is visiting from Michigan. I might have mentioned this on the previous episode, and we've just been having a really good family time. On Sunday, we all went together with my parents-in-law, my husband, and my sister-in-law to the pumpkin patch. She organized a really lovely day for us with brunch, the pumpkin patch. We went home to their house and carved our pumpkins, had a little bit of a creativity moment. And then my mother-in-law made these amazing chili rellenos that I just love so, so much. We had a great dinner and Nova was there too. She goes absolutely crazy at their place. There's a yard for her to run around, a little mini golf area with turf. And she was just going bonkers, eating snails out of the garden, just having the time of her life. Moving on to what's going on for Stellar Cycles, there's lots of things in the works. My brain is going a million miles a minute, just chock full of ideas of what I want to implement, how I want to run this show, and some other ideas too that I want to offer the listeners. And I just had a meeting with this amazing girl named Sadie today, and we talked about my goals, how I want to structure this, what I want to focus on. So I'm very, very excited that I will be getting some help with all of this because it is a lot for one person to do. So there's going to be some really awesome things coming for you guys. And of course, as I mentioned in the intro, I've just fallen off of my routine and cycle syncing and how that looks is I've kind of been wasting my mornings. I have been maintaining my journaling, my gratitude practice in the morning, but at the same time, it's been really, really hard for me to zone in and start my day and just stay really focused on my tasks. And that's because I'll allow myself to get distracted with texts from other people, things that they need from me or things that they want help with. And I prioritize prioritize that rather than prioritizing what I know I need to prioritize. I've also been on a bit of a bender with going out and getting coffee, especially before food. And that just makes me so wired, so anxious. It doesn't help my skin. So that's just something that I know I need to focus on clearing out of my system and resisting the temptation for. I've also literally not been weightlifting ever since I got back from Bora Bora. I got the dog that threw me off of my schedule, my exercise, because she needs me most of the day to keep track of her food, what she eats. This dog constantly picks things up with her mouth and especially keeping track of where she poops and pees and trying to house train her. So I know my body loves to lift weights. I need it to feel good. I need it to look good. So that's another thing I want to be implementing back into my routine. And like I said earlier, 
earlier in the mornings and throughout the day, it really takes me a while to get into my deep flow states. That state that you get in when you're so into what you're doing, you have tunnel vision, you're just focused and you're getting things done and it feels so, so good. And also a lack of an evening routine. And I'm actively fixing that. I made a little post-it note for myself of all the things that I want to implement in my evening routine. A little bit more on that at the end of this episode. And also my poor sleep habits lately. I need a solid bedtime. I come back late from my evening job where I teach ultrasound at a lab in San Marcos. And it's just kind of hard to wind down when it's so late and I just want to crash and get into bed. So Honestly, those are the things I've been struggling with. And I just want to thank you guys so much for being a community, for responding. I'm so happy to hear your feedback. Please give me more. Let me know what you want to hear from this podcast. Let me know what will help you. And yeah, so let's get into today's episode. Why do we fall off of cycle syncing and other very good routines and habits that help us in our life? Well, life gets really busy. We don't even notice how stressful it gets and we start prioritizing things other than our health, like running around, putting out other people's fires or attending to their tasks that they put on you or actively ignoring what your body needs because you're just like, no, I have to get this done. I need to finish this. And you're always doing something, but you never feel like you're doing enough, if that makes sense. That's just personally what I have been going through. Another thing is our ego wants to keep us comfortable. It can sometimes hold us off from doing the things that we really want to do because it wants us to stay in our comfort zone where we know the ground, where we're familiar and the growth really happens outside of your comfort zone. I know for me, every time that I sit down to record this podcast, I have a million excuses in my mind as to why I shouldn't do it. I get nervous, but then when I get into the flow of recording for you guys and showing up for my audience, showing up for my listeners, that's truly what keeps me going. Another reason why we fall off of routines is all the info on cycle syncing seems too overwhelming to implement. It's like, great, this is a lot of awesome information, but how do I actually plug this into my life? And then we end up not plugging it into our life. There's other things that demand our attention too. It could be a new child, a new pet, a new job, trying to keep your home organized, and also our relationships and the trials and tribulations that come with those. So I know as women, we can slide back into operating like men, getting used to those high levels of stress, barely eating or eating poorly, not getting the nutrients that we need, staying caffeinated all day, not slowing down to be present in our feminine energy, which feminine energy just flows. It's in receiving mode. And also, like I mentioned earlier, poor sleeping habits and also not taking care of our looks or our hygiene. So when we start to slip into the state of not being on top of it, your body lets you know. It says, pay attention to me. You've been giving your attention and focus to all these other components of your life, but you're not paying attention to your health. You're not paying attention to your vessel. And that can be quite jarring and quite uncomfortable, but it's really your body's way of getting your attention and turning it back to where you should be placing your attention and your focus, which is your health. It will keep you running long-term. So let's get into what are the steps to getting back on track and being in tune with your cycle. The first step is to begin with intention and focus. That has to be the root of anything you do. Because if you don't know why you're doing something, you're not going to be motivated to do it. You're not going to keep with it. You're not going to stick with it. So setting an intention and focus is really where you want to start with this. When you've noticed that you've fallen off, take a moment to sit down 
unplug, get off your phone and just lay there or sit there, put your legs up against a wall and meditate on why you fell off and face what isn't working in your life. We all have this innate sense of uncomfortability that sits in our gut when we know that something isn't right. Allowing yourself the space to just sit and brainstorm and meditate on what is it that's your hurdles? What is it that's holding you back? What's causing this resistance in doing what you know you need to do in your life? Being present is the hardest but most necessary part of cycle syncing. That's really where it all begins. Slowing down to hear what your body needs from you is where you got to start. Another thing is too, when you get done with your little brainstorming meditation session, journal about what isn't working and immediately write solutions as to how you will tackle those problems. Getting things out on paper is really, really helpful for me specifically. If I can write things out, for example, write out the problem. I don't feel focused. I can immediately write a solution. Okay. How can I feel more focused? What kind of distractions do I need to cut? How can I implement a routine in my day to help me stay focused, help me stay on track, help me meet these goals that I have for myself. So set an intention and put it somewhere you can see every day, whether you can put it on a widget, on your phone screen, tape it to your mirror where you get ready every morning. Remind yourself every single day, put your eyes on it and just see what am I doing this for? Moving on, what's the next step? Once you set your intention and you kind of have a goal towards what you're working for, you got to check where you're at in your cycle. So for cycling women, if you have a cycle, you have somewhat regular periods, you want to check your apps. So the health app that comes with the iPhone, it's their iOS app. I have been using that for the longest time. I have logged my periods there for years. So I can always refer back to that one. The only downside of the health app is it doesn't really give you tips and tricks like the other apps do. Another app that I use is the 28 app. It's amazing. It's number one, it's aesthetic. It's beautiful. It breaks down what phase you're currently in and also gives you insights on how you're feeling, how you're looking, what your relationships are going through in this phase. Also gives you specific exercises to try in that phase that you're in as well as meal ideas. So it's really just a great app, kind of an all-in-one. Another one that I'm testing out is called Stardust. It's super cute. I want to get into it. It literally looks like if someone made a Stellar Cycles app. Truly, it's really cute, neon, futuristic, and it's just really, really interesting. I want to get into it. I will have an update for you guys on the next episode about that one. For women that maybe aren't cycling or they have irregular cycles or no cycle at all or on birth control, which is preventing you from being on a regular cycle, use the moon. You can put a phone widget on your lock screen that shows you the phase that the moon is in and go along with that. When it's a new moon, you can consider that your menstrual phase. When it's a quarter moon, that's your follicular phase. When it's a full moon, your ovulatory phase. And when it's a three quarters moon, that's your luteal phase. The next step is once you've figured out what phase you're in, you want to remember what your current phase is all about, right? All of the information on this podcast, it's a lot and it can be really hard to digest, especially if you don't know what to focus on. So what I would do 
once you're on point with where you're at in your cycle, listen to the phase specific stellar cycles episode. It's going to remind you what's going on at this time, how to make the best choices, how to nourish yourself. It'll give you exercise ideas and also give you tips on how to socialize and handle your communication and relationships. So just scroll down and look for luteal phase or menstrual phase or follicular phase or ovulatory phase. And that's a very specific episode that can give you a really good reminder of what to expect in this phase. And also check my Instagram page for ideas. I have some follicular food ideas on there. I will be adding more and more meal ideas as we go. The next step, step four, is a super important step. You want to figure out how to fuel your phase because if you're not fueling your body properly, then everything becomes more difficult. Exercising becomes more difficult. Staying focused becomes more difficult. Even just having to take time out of your day to figure out what you're going to eat, leaving your home to go and get food that's made for you is also very time consuming, even though it seems like it's easy in the moment, but it also steals so much more of your time than just having something ready at home and knowing what you're going to eat. So go ahead and grab the Stellar Cycles grocery guide for free in my bio. I have everything written out for you for when you go to the grocery store, whether you're in your follicular phase, ovulatory, luteal, or menstrual phase. So that way you can have it ready and pick the foods that you like. You don't have to implement all of them all at once, but just pick things that are easy to start off with. Check the specific phase you're in and the foods that support those hormonal processes. That's all in my grocery guide. Another thing that you can do is check what you already have at home before going crazy at the grocery store. An example for me is I knew I was in my follicular phase and I didn't want to go and buy a whole new thing of groceries when I already had some at home. So I took a look and I saw that I had some kale, I had some mushrooms, I had some eggs that I didn't use. And I am terrible. I literally go to Starbucks every day and get their egg bites. So I was like, let me make these at home. So I whipped them up. They're super easy to make. I found the recipe on TikTok and I made them and they just sit in my fridge and I grab them in the morning when I'm hungry. And it's just so much easier than going on a 20 minute trek just to get them from Starbucks and paying like $5 every time. That's just an example how you can see how you can incorporate the foods that you already have at home into your phase-specific meal plan. And remember, keep it simple, sis. You don't have to overwhelm yourself or make it harder than it needs to be. After that, you can go to a farmer's market if you have one accessible to you or a grocery store that you trust to get fresh produce needed for your specific phase. If you have the time, plan for several phases ahead so that you can save time and brain energy. Something I'm trying to get good at too. Step five is all about how you're going to organize your time. A lot of us have this excuse, but I don't have the time to do that. I don't have time to meal plan. I don't have time to exercise. I don't have time to cycle sync or implement all of these things. We all have time in our day and it's the only thing that truly belongs to us from the moment we're born until we are no more. We really have to spend time wisely because just like a bank account, if you have a lot of money in there, you're going to spend it. Same thing with time. If you have all this time and you're not using it wisely, you're going to notice it just drizzling out and hemorrhaging in a way that you don't feel comfortable with that creates a lot of anxiety within you because you know you're not proactively using the time that you've been given in a way that's productive, purposeful, intentioned. I mean, we just spend time on stupid, unproductive things, truly. And then we look back and we're like, wow, 
What did I actually get done this week? So check yourself. Ask yourself these questions. Where have I been leaking time? What have I been ignoring slash procrastinating? How can I be more organized with the tasks and routines in my life? I know for some people, time blocking on a calendar can really help them. So for some people, like they actually have to schedule their workouts, even though they're not meeting with a trainer and they're not going to a scheduled class, a fitness class. But scheduling your workouts is like making a little commitment to yourself that I will show up for this. Also, keeping a physical daily list of what needs to get done, like I said earlier, it really helps me to write things out and cross them off as I do them. So keep a list, write out your days of the week, break things down on the list. Like this is getting done on Monday. This I'm tackling on Tuesday. This I'll do on Wednesday so that you don't feel overwhelmed with all of the things that need your attention and focus. Break that down throughout the week. And then at the end of the week, you're going to feel so good because you didn't let anything go by. You didn't ignore anything. You set aside time to work on it. And also get an accountability partner. See if any of your other friends are struggling with this too, struggling to get focused, struggling to have good time management and create a weekly check-in with them. Just say, hey, we're going to FaceTime on Thursday. Let's talk about what you've been doing, what I've been doing, tips and tricks on how we stay on top of things. Another thing too, when it comes to time is appreciate that others will be respectful of your time and your boundaries. As people pleasers, we women, we have a hard time setting boundaries because we're worried of how people will respond. Maybe they will love us less. Maybe they will think less of us. But at the end of the day, it's your responsibility to run your time wisely and to set those boundaries. Because if you don't, people will walk all over it and they'll just take, take, take. How to lock this in. Create a rewards system for yourself. This has worked so well for me in implementing better habits and routines. So what you're going to do is write down the habits that you want to implement. For example, I want to go on a hot girl walk five days a week, or I want to sit down and have focused deep work four hours out of every day. Then you're going to write down materialistic or experiential things that you want to buy for yourself. Maybe you have some things on your wish list that you've been holding off on purchasing, or you want to buy yourself some experiences like a comedy show or a concert or a trip somewhere. You're going to write those things down too. So first off, the things that you want to implement and then the things that you want as a reward. Then you're going to set a schedule, including the things you want to work on being better at, the frequency at which you want to do them and mark them off as you get done. So it takes three weeks to really implement a habit, a program, and really make it part of your constitution. It's part of who you are, becomes part of your identity. For example, I want to wake up at six every morning and take charge of my day. So you're going to write yourself a little schedule for three weeks and mark yourself off when you do it. It feels so, so good and rewarding. And then at the end of those three weeks, you buy yourself the rewards. So for example, if your goal was to exercise five times a week, you're going to note it and then you're going to put the reward for that. You're going to say for exercising for three weeks, five times a week at this specific time, I'm going to buy myself this new purse that I've been looking at. So at the end of those three weeks, when you've successfully done that thing every single day, go buy yourself that reward and then start again. If you want to implement something else, obviously don't do it all at once. It can be a little difficult to maintain that momentum, but just start chipping away at little things here and there. 
Once you've figured out what phase of your cycle you're at, you have looked at your apps, you've gotten the insights, you've listened to the phase-specific episode, you've gotten your grocery list, you've planned out your meals and your time, you are going to plug in what you need to focus on. So for example, exercise. Literally schedule it on your calendar and show up for yourself. You also want to remember to fuel yourself properly before and after a workout. Remember, you don't have to push yourself like crazy. Do the appropriate exercises for that phase so that they're right for the hormones that are playing in your body at that current moment and the exercises that you enjoy and feel energized by. For eating, meal think ahead. Sit down, take 20 minutes, save yourself time in the long run. Know exactly what you're getting at the grocery store. Buy yourself more time by having your meals thought out and planned. Again, something I'm really working on getting better at. You also want to organize your tasks according to your phase. For example, appointments. Beauty appointments, I like to do in the follicular phase because I feel like a whole new girl. I just came out of my menstrual phase. It's a new cycle, a new me. So I really like to schedule all of my monthly appointments during my follicular phase. My facials, my massages, my nails, my brows, my eyelashes. And then for social appointments and networking, you want to really pile those into your ovulatory phase because you're feeling more social. Your communication is more on point. You want to be around people. And in your late luteal and menstrual phase, avoid painful appointments. So don't schedule appointments that will have you at the doctor, having your blood drawn. I really avoid lasering or waxing, anything like that that is already kind of painful. You can really tolerate those better in your follicular and ovulatory phase. Also, literally schedule time alone during your menstrual phase. You will be downloading a lot. You'll be receiving a lot of intuitive thoughts and having a lot of intuitive moments. So allow the space and time in your schedule to just sit and be with that. And then in your follicular phase, you can work on implementing whatever you downloaded during your menstrual phase. Finally, source help from the people in your life. Remember, it's not good or healthy to take on everything alone. Tell the people in your life, gently, of course, what phase you're in and what you're feeling up to doing, as well as the limitations for you. It's not an excuse. It's a self-awareness tool, and it helps other people in your life understand you and know how to help you and not require things of you that are not aligned with the phase that you're in. We need to start having these conversations more, especially with the men in our lives. For example, I was feeling very, very emotional, very ragey even about a specific situation. And I was in the car with Sam and he's like, Alina, you're being irrational. Just chill. This is not what you're supposed to be feeling. And I was like, no, but this is what I'm feeling right now in my luteal phase where I'm especially sensitive, especially irritable, especially emotional. And he goes, well, that's not an excuse. I said, I know it's not an excuse. It's a self-awareness tool that helps me understand that this is just what my body is feeling right now. And I'm not going to feel that way in three or four days. So if you just paint it as that, that it's a self-awareness tool, it's not an excuse to get you out of doing the wrong things or something like that. Just tell people in your life that, hey, this really helps me be aware of what's going on with my hormones because women are hormonal, emotional beings. And it can be really hard for men to understand that because they just feel the same every single day. And of course, always go back to the original intention that you set at step one. You always want to go back to your why. Why am I doing this? Why do I want to be more in tune with my cycle? I want to feel better. I want to feel healthier, more focused, more organized. And I think people will take that really well because that comes with good intentions. 
Again, I just wanted to touch a little bit on evening routine because while your morning routine sets the tone for your day, your evening routine sets the tone for your morning. Figure out a way that you can slow down from your day. You know, we go through so many different things in our days, stresses, hurdles, problems that we're constantly trying to solve. And our brain needs time to slow down from that and get ready for sleep, get ready for rest. Another thing that can really help to brain dump at the end of your day is to write out what happened in your day. It can just be a small recap. For example, I have this planner that's broken down into days and there's a very small section for each day. And I actually don't use it as a planner. I use it more as like a diary of at the end of the day, I'll sit down and I'll write out what I did that day because otherwise I just forget what my days consist of. Another thing you can do to implement in your evening routine is do something nice for your body. You can take a bath, you can do some yoga, you can do a little meditation to get you ready for sleep, drink some tea that feels like a really nice warm hug, just something nice for your body that helps it dissipate the stress from the day. You can also take magnesium and drink tart cherry juice for the best sleep. Cherry juice has some natural magnesium in it, but if you take the Bioptimizer's magnesium that I talked about in earlier episodes, it has seven or eight different forms of magnesium that your body and brain need to operate. It can really help you sleep better. And go to bed falling asleep, visualizing your success for tomorrow. Already claim that tomorrow is going to be a great day. You're going to wake up feeling energized and ready to take on whatever it is that you need to do. To conclude, we all fall off our routines, but innately we know that we want to get back on track and use our routines and habits to get us to be our best selves. It's possible, trust me, but it requires intention, attention, and focus. So let's all work on this together and support each other. That's it for this episode, you guys. Don't forget to follow us on IG at Stellar Cycles Pod. Go ahead and download the free grocery guide that I have for you based on the phase you're at in your cycle. I would also love to ask you guys to leave a five-star rating if you enjoy this podcast. And if you're feeling extra generous, I love to read the reviews you girls leave for me. Until then, spread the good word about Stellar Cycles to your fellow women and let's all elevate our lives, cycles, and dreams together. Till next time, Stellar Cycles out.